Next on BYU Sports Nation, Coach Kalani knows best. The man in charge of BYU football answers several burning questions. What did we learn? Offensive lineman Tuni Knuch is celebrating a birthday today and tomorrow. Why? Plus, between the lines with Lauren Frankham, arm wrestling at lunch with one of the BYU defensive backs, and where does CBS Sports rank BYU football? Let's go! This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. BYU Sports Nation is live. Your day-to-day play-by-play in Studio B, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Happy Tuesday, August 8th. 8-8. August the Ocho. The, thank you, Dodgeball. <laughs> Wherever and however you're dialed in, great to have you with us. I am Spencer Linton, teamed up with a guy who better call Saul, Jerem Jordan. Funny you say that because BYU Fitty is in New Mexico. It's in New Mexico today, so heads up, everybody in New Mexico. BYU 50 is coming at you. Maybe Hashtag breaking BYU. That's right. Jesse Pinkman's my homeboy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they... Uh, the athletes, at least one of them, have fired back, Jerem. Af- oh, oh, yeah. After we put out our superlatives. Last Wednesday. Kind of teasing. I was gone. I had nothing to do with that. Six different <laughs> BYU football athletes. One Casey Jacobson of the BYU the baseball former team. Stanford NBA? Nope, play? nope. LDS? No? Current. Oh, okay. BYU baseballer, Casey Jacobson. Jacobson. He, fu- he fired back. Riley Burt, this is for you. Comparing... Myself and Jerem to the Sonic guys Okay, as a doppelganger pair. This is an original one, so I can appreciate this. Because we get, you know, Beavis and Butthead. We get Jude Law and Michael Sarah. You know, we have I'm the dude from Psych? Yes. Yeah. No, not Psych. Uh, Scrubs. What's that guy? Zach, Zach Graff. Graff. Yeah. So we've heard a lot, okay? What's, what's the That's an original from, one, uh, which I can appreciate. Blue, Blue's Clues. Steve. Yeah, that's my favorite one. <laughs> and I am wearing. I, I literally you're, have a shirt in my. Oh, you're wearing. I'm wearing kinda, that shirt well, today. But this is no, that's awesome. That's okay. swagalicious. All right. I have a shirt that looks just like the shirt that Steve and Blues Clues wear. Wears. It's in my closet. I look at it and I go every time I go Blues Clues. No, I, I, I'm going to give it away. Why I'm are you give going it to someone? No, embrace it. Who cares if people think that it looks like the Blues Clues guy shirt? This guy does. Don't I let don't them want have that. that power. I would rather be Michael Sarah because he was in Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Like Scott Pilgrim's awesome. That's don't, the one I want. Don't let those few people have that power to make you give away your shirt. <laughs> I'm going to do whatever I want. What? Oh, nice T-shirt by the way today. Oh, thank you. Ty Detmer. What does it say? Tyomatic? Tyno, Tynomite. Tynomite. What would Tyomatic be? Like automatic, uh, but with time? Yeah, yeah. Tynomite is better. Yeah. I don't even know. What, I'm just wearing a shirt. Okay. Ty Detmer holding the Heisman so I don't get Trophy fined. in cartoon form. And he has a knee brace on. I love that. What if somebody has a problem with that? Are you going to give that shirt away, too? Well, no. I'm not ashamed of that one. Like, Blue's Clues, I'm like, oh, yeah. You're right. ashamed of that? Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, okay, while Jerem sits in his shame because of that oh, I'm shirt, a, I'm out of it. bring on the headlines. It's your BYU Sports Nation headlines. BYU football wrapped up practice nine of fall camp last night. The news, more about the coach's recap of Saturday's closed scrimmage. Head coach Kalani Satake 
speaking about the offense and what he thought they did in that scrimmage. Yeah, it was a really good scrimmage. Um, thought the offense did did uh, much better, especially for the first time being live. Uh, we had some good good drives. Um, a couple of mis- mistakes, but I, I thought they did better than I anticipated, and I think they got the better of the of the scrimmage. Offense won the scrimmage. Cougars practice again tonight. Follow BYU TV Sports on Facebook for live post-practice interviews and the recap from myself and Jerem Jordan tonight starting at approximately 8.15 p.m. Eastern time. And there's Q&A there, so if you have a question, you want to interact, you want to throw it in there, you have a comment, you want to say I look like the dude from Blue's Clues, just throw it in there. Those are fun. We've answered a bunch of questions. We love it. And uh, we've... You know, if we don't know the answer, we'll just make one up. BYU is 34th in CBS Sports College football rankings released this morning after ranking all 130 FBS teams. Cougar opponents Wisconsin 11th and LSU 12th, Utah 28th, Boise State 29th, Mississippi State 36th. So four opponents ahead of BYU and one slightly behind. The, Fur- the Furious Five, all within the top 36. BYU 34th, fellow independent Notre Dame 27th after going Which They've really eight. earned after the 4-8 year last year. Jacob Brugman and the Oakland A's host the Seattle Mariners tonight at 10 Eastern. Oh, let's go. Brugman hitting 271 this season. I'm hope- calling it. He's going to hit his fourth home run against your Mariners. I hope he does, but that the Mariners win. <laughs> Taylor Cole could make his major league debut tonight as the Blue Jays of Toronto host the New York Yankees at 7 Eastern. He's a long reliever kind of guy. So they hope to, you know, if the starter comes out a little early, he comes in for a couple innings. Hopefully he makes his debut tonight. If not, we'll uh, keep an eye on him. And Maverick Buffo, speaking of Blue Jays, although he's in the minors now, earned his third win of the season last night. Pitched five innings, struck out seven, gave up two hits, no earned, run, earned runs as the Gulf Coast Blue Jays beat the Gulf Coast League Braves 4-1. to Buffo now 3-0 with a .49 ERA. Yeah, Mav. He's crushing it. He may join Taylor Cole in the next couple of seasons, Yo, man. Let's go. You know what I just realized? Notre Dame is quickly falling into that UCLA category. Yeah, for you. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Like the most overhyped college football teams ever. The Notre Dame Conor McGregor's? (laughs) The Fighting Irish. Like, right? It's just ridiculous. Do something, do something important, okay? Four and eight, come on. Get out of here. Rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending, brought to you by Ahern Rentals. Your next job is our priority. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's what's trending on BYU Sports Nation. Coach knows best. BYU head football coach Kalani Satake has answered a lot of reporter questions through nine practices. And he answered a bunch more yesterday. Only as BYU gets closer to an actual game, look at Portland State, those questions start to burn a little bit more because it becomes real when the Cougars open those games. What? At this point, have we learned from his answers? Let's review the latest, starting with the running backs by committee. Coach Satake, again talking with reporters, says there is plenty of talent at running back, and that is what he is focused on. The key is that we have talent and trying to get them enough reps so that they can keep progressing, getting better as an individual player. But uh, I'm really excited about the talent. I'm not really concerned about the depth chart more than I am about uh, each, each player progressing to be in every down back. Who's going to be the starter, Jerem? Because that's what everybody wants to know. Well, I can't. But that's not where the focus is, according to Kalani Satake. Yeah, it's by committee at this point until we see otherwise. I mean, there's, there's not a guy that's carved out his spot. Squally Canada is kind of the clear incumbent here. 
And then what will Ula Tolutau produce? What will Riley Burt bring to the table? How do you mix in change-up, smaller, quicker backs, KJ Hall, Trey Dye? What role does Kavika Fonua have? There's a lot of – there's six dudes there. Let's go. Kavika Fanua ran into a one-armed Mo Longy yesterday. <laughs> yes, he did. We'll talk about Mo in a sec. Man. The running back by committee is one of the more intriguing topics because, again, they're looking for an every-down back. But right now, it doesn't seem like that will be the case for BYU football this season. Well. We'll see, right? Yeah. I, I, I'm guessing that we'll see some more development once the game's gone. What about the backup quarterback? Another burning question for BYU football right now. We all know that Tanner Mangum is the alpha male. He's a captain. It's his team. But there is this big competition going on behind him for that backup spot. Bo Hodge took some nice strides in Saturday's scrimmage. Sorry, who? Bo Hodge. That's the guy. And Coach Satake paid notice to what he did on Saturday. Listen to this. I thought Bo Hodge did some good things in, in, in the back role as a second-team quarterback. And, um, Coy and, and Joe and, you know, Cody and the rest of them, they just got to keep working and, and keep batting. But, I, I mean, that's the good thing is we don't have to decide on the backup quarterback right now. We have some time to do that. And, but if they all keep progressing, that's going to be really tough to choose. At this point, I will be shocked if Bo Hodge is not the backup quarterback. Yeah, Bo's the guy on list of changes. Coy uh, Detmer was there last year. So those, those couple of guys are in the mix for the backup mostly. Joe Critchlow, Cody Wilstead, talented dudes playing well. They're the future. In fact, I would pencil in Wilstead as kind of the future there, Unless, but things change. You know, we'll see. BYU has, has a verbal from a talented quarterback from a prominent state. They have another guy that they think is really good in the pipeline. So we'll see down the road. But you have Tanner Mangum for two more years, and then we'll see after that, man. Mo- hey, BYU's always got a good quarterback. In the mix there. Now, what's interesting is, is a non-quarterback, a defensive lineman that has never played football before, has become the sweetheart of BYU football camp. Maybe BYU football overall. Mo Longy garners so much interest every day because he's unique. He's the biggest college football player in the country, and he has very little professional or, I guess, formal training I would hope in the he sport. Has, yeah, I would hope he has no professional training. But people cannot get enough of what he's doing on the field. He's the Bigfoot of BYU sports. <laughs> hey, did you hear about this one remote picture from his mission? He ran, video he ran through a parking lot? Like, we've been waiting for this dude for like two and a half years. So here he is. So every day at practice, myself included, I'm like, what do you think of Mo? What's going on with Mo? And he's actually developing a little bit as we get into fall camp. Last week it was, where's the sideline? Where do I line up? Now it's, he's in a three-point stance. He's making a one-arm tackle on Kavika Fonua. I'm not saying this guy's going to, like, start and have multiple sacks. In fact, I would put the over-under at impact at, like, three and a half tackles this year. My (laughs) expectation is super low. But it's fun to see him start to learn, use his greatest strength, which is his size, to his advantage. Yeah, what did Kalani Satake say about the progress that we just discussed in regard to Mo Longy. I think his body's getting in better shape, and, you know, we're hitting the weight room hard, and so I think he's getting a little bit more confidence with his technique, and, um, you know, we'll see, we'll see what happens. Right now he's limited to how much he's going to contribute, but that continues to grow more and more the, the more practices we have. 
By sheer default and logic, Mo Longy will be the most improved player on BYU football oh, yeah. team this year. Right? Nothing to something, right? <laughs> also, I want to use that soundbite out of context. So let's let's do that now. Okay, ready? Kalani Satake comments on Spencer, Spencer Linton's increased weight training. I think his body's getting in better shape. And, Thanks, brother. Yeah, you know, nicely, done. nicely done. Nicely <laughs> done. Let's use that throughout the season. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, his body's getting in shape. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Regardless, Mo, and you brought up the three-point stance. Progress. He knows where the sideline is. Like, we're Progress. talking. I'm, He's making one-arm tackles. Basics. Progress. He's in on uh, extra point block. Progress. He's PAT and PAT block. He's, he's the right guard on those. Who was it the other day that accidentally said uh, Kalani or that uh, Molangi was in on kickoff coverage? Tanner Mangum. And I went, ha! Like super loud. All the media's around. I'm like, ha! <laughs> oh, that was fun. Goodness. I was like, a little loud. Okay, well, listen, whether you like it or not, Mo is a topic and will continue to be a topic as long as he's playing football at BYU. I think you like it, right? Everyone wants to hear about the Mo. Social Who's media like, I'm reaction would suggest that yes. About Mo. <laughs> people like it. So interesting. Here's the best thing that Kalani Stake said about Mo Longy yesterday. When Mo wants to go, he usually goes wherever he wants. And so that's the goal is to try to teach him to do that every time. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say Mo is a every down rusher. Am I off on that? When he wants to go, he goes where he wants to go. When he wants to go, he goes there. And what's better than Longy? Mo, Mo Longy. Yep. Our Twitter question today. After all of that, after everything that you have heard from the coaches and the rest of the staff and the football players. What do you feel like you know? The Twitter question, please, Jaron. What have you learned about BYU football at this point in fall camp? The more dramatically I read it, the more tweets we'll get. Hmm. Use the hashtag BYUSN at C-O-L underscore James 83. One, the O is further along than I expected. Two, enthusiasm is infectious. Three, downfield ability is a new term. Yeah, you can add ability to anything you want. Do you like that? I actually do. Okay. Um, although I'm not a huge fan of the word wise. Yeah, yeah, because that's why I ask you. But I like ability. And Mo is still huge. huge. Use the hashtag BYUSNWAM. What have you learned, BYU Sports Nation? Hopefully by now, and even if you're new to the program, you need to get on this train. Because BYU football. Countdown to the Viking. 18 days. 18? Are you serial? BYU football tweeted out a photo today of row 18 in Lavelle yeah. Edwards Stadium. And no, said, no, it was BYU TV Sports. Oh, it was BYU TV Sports that did yeah. that. Oh, nice. I mean, BYU TV Sports did that? Me. Not us, but people up there. Solid tweet. Let's keep it rolling, my friends. You keep sending in those tweets. Hashtag BYUSN. Do what it. You learn to this point. Up next, Belo, Brian Logan on who his training camp MVP is thus far. But first, we go two on one all access with offensive lineman Tuni Kanuch. On his birthday. Happy birthday. What's trending on BYU Sports Nation is brought to you by Ahern Rental. Your next job is our priority. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Welcome back. It's Tuesday and BYU Sports Nation still doing our thing. Simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio, the conversation well, that's going right now on Twitter. Follow at BYU Sports Nation as we approach 20,000 followers. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Let's clue you into what we do during the break sometimes. Um, so we just went through CBS Sports list of the top 130, and we tried to guess 
what Power 5 team was the lowest. Lowest ranked Power 5 team. <laughs> Just so we could laugh. <laughs> who, who was it again? Oh, it was whoever was one of It's Rutgers. It's Rutgers. The Scarlet Knights of the, the powerful the Big Ten. The of the Big Ten. AFR, after further review, tonight, 7 Eastern time. Check it out as the guys make fun of Rutgers. No, no, no. As the guys discuss. I believe it's, is it Missouri tonight? I think they break down. 1983 Holiday 1983 Bowl. 1983 Holiday Bowl. One of the greatest games played in BYU history. Check it out tonight. After further review, 7 Eastern time. I believe BYU it's TV. Missouri. Missouri. There yeah. you go. Mizzou. What have you learned about BYU football at this point in fall camp? At J underscore Royal 09 says that we stress out freshmen like Matt Bushman with all the hype. This is a real concern for a lot of people. Don't talk about him. Just let him do his thing, and then we'll react. Don't don't heap expectations on him. We have a five hours of programming to fill, so sorry. Uh, not sorry. We asked Matt, Matt Bushman about that. Yes, we did. He was on the program recently, and Matt Bushman is not concerned about potential overhype. He's very level-headed. He got back. It's not like he just got back. He's been back almost a year. I mean, like 10 months or something. Yeah. He's in shape. He's feeling good. He's doing well. You're right. I'm, I'm with you. I don't want to – Jake keeps this whole situation than the individual player. Remember, Yona Pritchard was going to be like the next Manasseh Tonga. Like, sometimes it just doesn't pan out. Injuries, whatever. Yeah. Now, the funny thing about Matt is people have talked about him, and everybody always qualifies it with, I hate to heap expectations on him, but he's really good every we practice. We don't really hate it that much if we keep going there. Yeah, and we do. We kind of like it. And we do. It's time we go two-on-one BYU football training camp all-access with another member of that BYU offense, somebody blocking for guys like Matt Bushman or alongside Matt Bushman, for that matter, Tooney Knooch. Why is it his birthday every day, and why does he not mind being called a big ugly? We're all-access. Tooney, first and foremost... Happy birthday, Happy birthday man. man. Thank you. Thank you. You know it's my birthday, everybody, but tomorrow is also going to be my birthday and the next day. And every day we're in pads, it's my birthday. So make sure you got me cake. What a celebration for us all. 365 days a year. Yep. Tuning no, not birthday. every day because when we do walk through or have a day off or go camping, it's not my birthday. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because it's a gift to put on these pads. It's my birthday every single time we go. You remind your teammates from what we yeah, hear. Yeah, tell us of the ritual. Every day, I come out here, even my wife, I wake up in the morning, I'm like, babe, it's my lucky day today. Wake her up, I'm like, sorry, can you drop me off, please, sorry. And then, like, I'm like, pump up music, get to the locker room, everybody, it's my lucky day, let's go beat the defense for my birthday. And, you know, (laughs) we go out there and play ball. How's that going, by the way? Because I hear that Fred Warner and Tijan Kruma debate after practice who won the day, and they cannot figure this out. Everybody does. I mean, it started with those two, but everyone's starting to do it because it's that competitive stuff. You know what I mean? No one wants to lose. Everyone's trying to win every day. So, I mean, I love it. We love it. We're out here hitting, being physical because uh, we don't want to lose. So, that's that's what what it is. So, who's winning? Offense versus defense? BYU is winning, baby. <laughs> Good that's answer. This is Good a senior. Good Are answer, Are you a redshirt senior even? <laughs> redshirt senior. Fifth-year senior. You can see the bet. Oh, Absolutely. He's not, he's not afraid of anything. I feel young. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> We're going to freeze frame that one yeah, for sure. Perfect. Okay, Tooney, uh, for the record, Ula Tolutau was the one that told us it was your birthday every day, oh, yeah, every you, day. you put on the pads. Every single day. I also asked him who talks the most on the offensive line, and he very quickly responded, oh, it's T. John and Tooney. So what, what is that like? <laughs> well, um, I do now. Last year I didn't. I was 345 last year. I was 
tired every down, but now, you know, I'm like 310, 315. I feel good. Um, but uh, it's all about having fun and bringing that competitiveness. You know, Tijon, he's always talking. He's always pumped up. Every play, he's bringing in his, his all, and uh, I'm right next to him. I don't want to let him down. So we're two seniors. Uh, we're talking to keep the competitiveness up and uh, make sure everyone's ready. And part of that birthday thing is part of it. You know, when I get in the huddle, maybe I took like 10 plays. I'm a little tired and someone's like, bro, it's your birthday. Let's go. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. Let's go. Let's go. So um, it's all about making us better as a team. We know that we're arguing out here. We're fighting out here. But it's all about game day. And uh, uh, we want to make each other the best that we can because uh, we are a family. So. How'd you lose 30 to 35 pounds? Uh, my wife is the best she, all that birthday cake all that birthday cake she uh <laughs> it's carb free sugar free yeah. you know of course <laughs> no uh she uh helped me uh she just helped me she cooked for me she uh made sure i didn't cheat you know on my meals and stuff and um she was there with me all year even uh, after my surgery and stuff so uh she's the best i wear everything what does mike empey help you do better from year one to year two now as the offensive line coach be consistent. Um, anybody can go out there and have one good play out of 100. We're trying to have 100 good plays out of 100. We're trying to be perfect. And uh, not every day you're going to get that, but we're trying to just be better uh, knowing our assignment, uh, being able to do our assignment, and being mean. So not only do we want to, you know, touch him, we want to uh, put him on the floor. So, yeah, he, uh, he's been great. So he's a man. How much better do you feel this offensive line is in year two under this system, year two under, okay, we can kind of be who we were, not go fast, go hard per se, where that was a different style? Yeah, um, I feel like from last year we're so much better because we know the coaches, we know each other as players, and we know the scheme better. Last year maybe there was some confusion, communication problems, but this year um, during our scrimmage, during all our practices, uh, we've been playing more physical um, more assignment sound and uh, more mean. So I feel way more consistent and better. You're not blocking for Jamal Williams anymore. You're blocking for a bevy of running backs, Squally Canada, K.J. Hall, Riley Burt, Kavika Fanua. What's that like, having Jamal Williams leaving now blocking, uh, blocking for uh, a bunch of different guys? Uh, it can be different. Jamal Williams, he's a beast. I mean, don't get me That dude's the man. That's why he's on the Packers. Balling out. Love you, bro. I miss you, bro. No, but uh, <laughs> our running backs are ready to step up, to train. They've been training so hard all year. They've been lifting in the weight room. Uh, they've been watching film, trying to get their assignment down. Um, they're, they're ready to, to try to fill that spot and to become like him and even better than him because we're always reaching for the top. Uh, but part of the old line, part of our goals is to make it easier for the running backs. I mean, that's why we're here. I know we're pretty, but that's not the only reason why we're here. We're, we're here to make those holes wide open make it so they know where to go and just, you know, walk them into the end zone. So. The big beauties? Is that what we the should big, call you? No, no, we're still ugly because, you know, them pancakes like, boom, it's like, ooh, that was ugly. But. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's a beautiful, ugly it's event, a beautiful though, correct? thing, yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. Beautiful disaster of sorts. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like, yes, 311. Yeah, yeah 311. Yeah, this Saturday. Awesome. Uh, I'm going to that. I'm super excited. <laughs> I want to tell you guys that. that. It's 311, concert. it's a band. Oh, you yeah. just aged, I knew that. You just aged I was yourself. going to. I know. I'm older than you. <laughs> yeah, I'm, it's the maturity of BYU thing. Who are the toughest guys to block on defense to you? Uh, number one right now is uh, Shunna Takitaki. Monster. Can't even start to describe the, the animal that he is. Cause he, who? Shunna Takitaki. You don't know who that is? 1-6? One 1-6. Six? One six. 
Oh, he is he being serious? Yeah, he's 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 messing oh, with you. Oh, okay, he's, he's the man. He's messing so with you. So he's that dude's a that dude's a beast. Uh, the all the D line are doing good, man. They're they're all stepping up. They're all playing physical. I, I can name each one across the board. Every single one of them are are doing amazing, and our linebacker core is is amazing. I mean, I don't even need a start because they're all over the posters and stuff, so they already get enough love. I'm just going to not even mention okay. Fred or Butch or Francis that everybody knows. <laughs> what about Mo? when Moe's in there? Have you have you had to block him? Yeah, for sure. He's uh, he's huge. I mean, you know, there's a lot of hype around him. Everyone loves him because he's big, and uh, that's not an easy thing to, uh, you know, handle. He's like over 400 pounds, which is a good thing for the O-line because, um, you know, makes us buffer gets us better uh, we're not going to face anyone that big so uh, that's a good thing helping us perfect our craft so he's he's a he's a big guy which of your offensive linemen teammates have surprised you maybe a guy that's off the radar that's up and coming that uh, you've noticed is doing a really nice job uh Tijon Karoma that's my dude that's my dude I mean obviously he was the best last year and he's the best this year but who no I'm just playing I'm just exactly playing. no I always gotta give love to my my center I love uh, T. John Chroma that's my dude but the young guys man a lot of them are playing really good James Empey you know Kiefer um, Hoyt uh, JJ I could I could go all of them as a core they're they're competing and everyone's being physical and um, it's going to be hard to decide who travels and who doesn't because every single one of these guys are trying to keep up with, with Tijon and uh, be that dude. So, I mean, it's going to be a fun year. It's going to be physical. Well, happy birthday once again. Yeah, to happy me. birthday, man. If you come tomorrow, make sure you say happy birthday again. Okay. Tomorrow we're in pads again. It's my birthday. So. Okay. Mildly exhausting, but we're there for you. Yep. 21 every day. Hey, you dro- and you dropped 35 pounds, so uh, at some point you should have another jersey option so that you can go out on a tight end route, right? And not oh, just J.J. No, and Wigway, no, man. No, no, I like being in the middle of everything, <laughs> putting my head in people's chests. You know, either they get knocked down or I get knocked down. I like that. So. Okay. You like attention? I couldn't tell. I don't like attention. I like I like the, ah, you know, up in there, so. <laughs> I like I, the, the pain. Just like one pain. more time, I want, I want you to look into that camera and tell BYU Sports Nation what you think of the offensive line. We're mean. We're mean. We're moving the rock, and uh, we're so freaking pretty. Can <laughs> I say freaking? You just you did. You just did. <laughs> it, it's all good. Now you said it three times. <laughs> Thanks, brother. Thanks, Tooney. Thank you, guys. Like only Tooney Knuch can, two-on-one BYU football training camp, all access. Happy birthday, Tooney, because he's got the pads on today. Yeah, I, I like a guy that's a little crazy, like Tooney. A little bit? it's his birthday every day. <laughs> but he lost 30 to 35 pounds. He so looks great. The, uh, Hanson Taniello, you were saying, looks great, too. I agree with that. These guys have put in time in the offseason. They really have. And they're ready physically to go. I like what Nu'u Tafisi has done with this group. So, Hopefully it uh, pays dividends on the field, man. Maybe Nuu is the fall camp MVP, Jerem. Hey, he's up for it. He's a nominee, man. Ask the players. He probably. I'm telling. It's like Johnny. Like he probably won't win, but we can discuss. We it. hear his name every single day. They lift every day. Like strength is a core principle of BYU football now. Whereas before it was like, yeah, let's be strong like everyone else strong. Now it's like, no, no, no. We're gonna we're gonna lift every day. I was like, every day. Wow. What have you learned about BYU football at this point in fall camp? We have learned that Nuu Tafisi is making these boys work. At Chris Pine IC says in Chris 20- Chris Pine, like Star Trek? Or Chris Pinnock. I don't know. This is the forever struggle with Twitter handles. <laughs> yeah, who knows? In 2016, Taysom and Jamal had to be great to win. In 2017, the team is overall better. 
So maybe a different hero each and every week. True. You hope that Tanner Mangum is at the forefront of that. Is it the Tanner fence taking over for the Jamal fence? It's always the quarterback fence. True. Unless you have Jamal. We're between the lines next, plus Brian Logan back in Studio B. Welcome back, sports friends. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan hanging out in Studio B and Radio Vision live on BYU Radio, simulcast on BYU TV. We are on demand anytime, anywhere you feel like it. Again, you have no excuse not to indulge in BYU Sports Nation somehow, some way. It's everywhere. Tomorrow night, uh, behind the mic, the second episode with Gregor Bell is on BYU Radio on the BYU Radio app and Sirius XM 143. 8 Eastern time, Blaine Fowler, Brady Papinga. We'll see if he comments on Luke Staley again. And Heath Troyer, basketball assistant coach, will join the program. So a loaded guest lineup coming up on behind the mic tomorrow night, 8 Eastern. You can listen to that show on BYU Radio, BYURadio.org, or Sirius XM 143. Refreshing today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. BYU football through nine practices of fall camp, even though it's the end of summer. But the news, more about the coach's recap of Saturday's closed scrimmage. Head coach Kalani Satake enjoying what the offense put up against that vaunted BYU defense. Yeah, it was a really good scrimmage. Um, thought the offense did did uh, much better, especially for the first time being live. Uh, we had some good, good drives. Um, a couple of mis- mistakes, but I, I thought they did better than I anticipated. And I think they got the better of the, of the scrimmage. Cougars practice again tonight. Follow BYU TV Sports on Facebook for live post-practice interviews and a recap from myself and Jerem Jordan tonight around 8.15 p.m. Eastern. We might high-five to end that Facebook Live as well. Yeah, that was yesterday. Okay. CBS Sports College Football Rankings uh, has BYU number 34. They ranked all 130 FPS teams. 34 is probably fair. BYU's in that range somewhere. Cougar opponents, Wisconsin, 11th, and LSU, 12th. Utah, 28th. Boise State, 29th. Mississippi State, 36th. So all of the Furious Five in the top 36. Mm, interesting. Which brings us to our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. BYU will face four teams in the top 30 of CBS Sports preseason rankings. Not a top 25 poll. They actually did all 130, so we can say BYU is actually 34. In the first six games, by the way. Four of the first six games, top 30 teams preseason. The definition of front-loaded, right? And that is the challenge of being independent. You're going to play a tough schedule out in front. Everyone gets into their league schedules later. Although, this is next year, BYU plays Boise State and Utah in November. It switches up. Yeah, yeah. It lines nice. up for something interesting. Nice. Now, how does BYU make the back half of this year's schedule relevant? Win. Win early. Hopefully only have one or two losses going Win early. Back half. Yeah, absolutely. Jacob Brugman and the Oakland A's host the Seattle Mariners tonight at 10 Eastern. Brugman currently hitting 271 in his rookie season in the bigs. Taylor Cole, we are on the watch for the now Blue Jays hurler, as we hope he makes his Major League debut tonight. If not, we'll let you know when he does. The Blue Jays host the Yankees at 7 Eastern. And Taylor Isom Campbell. No, Isom. Taylor Campbell Isom. Taylor Isom. Isom. BYU, uh, BYU soccer named to the Mac Herman Trophy watch list. That's the equivalent of the Heisman in college soccer, one of 30 players. So congrats. That came, came out about 10 minutes ago. She's a defender and maybe the best defender in college soccer. She was on the U23 team for the U.S. She's really good. Seriously, she might really be good. the best defensive player in all of college soccer. It's unfair. I watched her on Saturday night in the blue and white game, and I was frustrated for the teammates that were trying to compete against her. It's, it's like it's unfair. It's crazy. I like hearing that. Yeah. 
Yeah, really good, led by Taylor Isom, BYU women's soccer, ranked number eight in the country. Brian Logan wore number seven on his jersey when he played at BYU. He joins us in Studio B now. Brian. What's up, Brian? Welcome back. Sevens. Hi, guys. You got a big day today. After further review coming up later tonight, breaking down the Missouri game. Missouri, yeah. Yeah. Your your wife's from Missouri. She's she's from Missouri, and um, still to this day, my mother-in-law always says Missouri. Missouri. It's not Missouri. It's Missouri. Are you going to use that tonight? Yeah, probably. I probably saw. <laughs> I still, I still remember when, when, when BYU played uh, Missouri a couple years ago, right? Oh. And um, I was visiting for for my birthday, and my father in law brought out a birthday cake, and it was a Missouri birthday cake. Boo! Yeah. Like Tiger logo. Oh, everything. Down? It was like it was like fully loaded. Come like, on, man! Every I think there was even like a little action figure that was like the the mascot or something, and I I was like. Dude, I was so like fired up. I was talking so much smack, and then we lost. So, <laughs> yeah. well, that was a weird week. It really yeah. was. Mm-hmm. Um, our Twitter question today, Brent: What have you learned about BYU football at this point in fall camp? What do you think? I think that the biggest thing that that sticks out to me is just their confidence, and I would say I would say the energy too. Um, you just you just feel it in your in your spirit and and like the the buzz and the vibe. And it, and it always it almost reminds me of of Oklahoma. Um, I didn't really know what to to expect my first year playing D one football, and um, that that presence just around the area, um, fans, just the team, you know, just just this this swag about you, and um, the, the confidence, man, and it, it's exciting. It's exciting to see it, and and I say that because. You know, we ended up losing a couple games, and, and after after all the hype, and, and we lost to Florida State, playing myself. Um, you know that 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 feeling went away, and even the, the next year it went away. Um, and so I I feel like something is like brewing, right? Something special is coming. Why do you Why do you think that? Why do you feel that way? It's it, it, you know it's it's hard to explain as, as far as like the feeling, but when when you look at the guys and you look how they're carrying themselves. That's the that's the biggest thing. Just the the, the nonverbals, their their aura. They're having fun, flying around. Um, you know, guys don't really seem to be timid. You know, they have a year under their belt. So I I think that's just the biggest thing is just in their in their overall body language. How good is this defense? I mean, really, Brian? Because everyone's like, oh, on paper they look amazing. They have the the best trio of linebackers in the country. Blue goggles. It's awesome. How good is this BYU defense for real? I think they are. I think they are for real. For real, remove the R. For real, <laughs> and I mean, when you look at the linebackers, right, and and then this defense, um, in a four-three defense, you want to have good linebackers, but you also want to have a good secondary, and you want to have good corners. And I think that if you leave, um, yeah, the, well, first of all, you have about four guys that can play, right? Um, which, which is which which is, which, which is good. so for uh, right corner, left corner, at cornerback. I honestly think that they're athletic enough that, I mean, you could play – they can play safety, they can play quarter. Um, I mean, they, we heard talks right before uh, Troy came in that, hey, this kid could be a, a safety. Um, and so I think that just shows how athletic they are. You guys – you have guys like Micah that, I mean, you put a put a, a basketball in his hands and, I mean, he can still go and ball out. So um, true athletes, right, is what you need. And, and when you look at the guys, you know, I, I'm confident – Thinking, okay, this guy is one-on-one with the receiver. It doesn't really matter how big, tall, fast, any accolades. I, I feel confident that they can cover him. And so if you got if you got guys that can lock down receivers and you have linebackers that can stop the run, I mean, that's 
that's all you need, right? I mean, this this isn't like rocket science, man. It's 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 simple. I like what I'm seeing from the defensive line. I still want to whittle it down to who and see what they can do. That's my only real question there. But on the offensive side of the ball, we're seeing the development of the running backs and the wide receivers. What do you think of those two groups? That there's some questions about personnel going into the season. Yeah, I mean, we we, we talked about this in the summertime, right? And I think everybody's biggest concern was the receivers, you know, um, compared to what they did last year. And to me, that doesn't that doesn't matter at all. And you know, we talked about this when Why I. Why does it not matter? Beca- because man, so me and I think it was you and I, right, Spencer? When um, the first four games of my senior year, the like the DBs, we were what top uh, like ten, right? Top ten in like the nation. So we were like. Pfft. We're balling, get nobody throwing us, but everybody was running, running on us, right? So I, it didn't matter that we were top ten in the nation in the first four games because nobody was nobody was passing the ball. So I mean, you, you flip it around the offensive side, and I don't care about the receivers if the running game can work. Mm-hmm. And then you add into the onto the fact that uh, this guy right here, right? I mean, his whole offense is surrounded around the run, run first. So I care more about the running backs and. Why I'm not as concerned is because there's a number of guys that can get it done. Um, they may not be like ballers or household names or whatever the case may be, um, but if there is a group collectively, then, then you, you're always going to be okay. If there was like one guy that was like, oh, yeah, we think he's going to be the guy, and there are other, other, a couple guys that's like, ooh, they're really kind of unproven, we don't really know, then I'd be a little nervous. You said something special is brewing. It feels like that anyway. Define special in terms of number of games that BYU needs to win to make it a special season. Eleven. Eleven. I, I agree. Okay. I think. I think. I think. Ten, I mean, ten. Ten is like the standard, right? And and okay. I, I take that from from uh, you know my my pops Bronco Mendenhall. Ten is standard, but special man, it's like special. Special would be eleven. Right on, brother. Hey, it's good to talk to you. Watch for Brian tonight on After Further Review, seven Eastern, five Mountain. Brand new episode featuring the nineteen eighty three Missouri. Missouri. Holiday Bowl. What have you learned about BYU football at this point in fall camp? Brian likes the energy. Send in your tweets. That laser sheep says you don't want Mo Longy to fall on top of you or even arm tackle you. Good heavens. Mountain West Conference teams late in the season are very afraid. How about the teams at the beginning of the season? Yeah, I hope they How about Portland State? First, we're going to go between the lines with Lauren Frankham-McLean, a special lunch with Lauren segment, including arm wrestling. How's your arm, Lauren? Good. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan live from the Studio Bizzle. Your day-to-day BYU sports play-by-play. Okay, you can stop okay. now. Yeah. Watch our daily rebroadcast weeknights on BYU TV at 6 p.m. Eastern. People, tonight, 8.15 Eastern. If you want the latest and greatest from BYU football practice, check out the BYU TV Sports Facebook page, 8.15 Eastern or thereabouts. Depends on Kalani's will be done when practice ends. But we will be there, players and coaches, our recap, it's going to be awesome. Check it, it out. Tonight. It lines up perfectly. The re-air of BYU Sports Nation, 6 Eastern. New episode of After Further Review, 7 Eastern. Fall camp recap and interviews with players and coaches, 815 Eastern. You're welcome. Thank you, Maui, a.k.a. Mo Longy. <laughs> what have you learned about BYU football at this point in fall camp? Continue to send in your tweets at... BYU Sports Nation, use the hashtag BYUSN. The hype is huge. There is hype mo, with a Y. There is mo talk about offense and defense and less to kick over. Was that mo purpose? Hashtag fourth there? and no more. Yeah.
Very nice. See the sign over there. Football season is all of 18 days away, my friends. Your giddiness overfloweth. BYU football features new faces, big games, and plenty of personality both on and off the field. With that in mind, let's go Between the Lines. BYU Sports Nation presents Between the Lines. One of the freshest faces on the defensive side of the ball is Troy Warner, who made a big impression his freshman season last year. Well, I got to sit down and discover there's a whole lot more to the defensive back than just pass breakups and tackles. Bon appetit. This is Lunch with Lauren, and we are here with defensive back Troy Warner. How's it going, Troy? It's going good. good. How you doing? Really good. Good. So, first question, have you had lunch yet? <sighs> I have. I did. I'm really... That really disappoints me. Yeah, I'm really sorry. I'm I'm a growing boy though, so I can eat more yeah. if it's if it's offered to me. But I mean, so. you knew, yeah, because you knew this was coming, and you ate anyway. I left a, I left a little little room in the stomach, so okay, don't worry. So, what is your favorite lunch food? Honestly, I'm anything Mexican. I I grew up eating Mexican food all the time. Uh, my grandma used to make the best, you know, Mexican food. We're talking like enchiladas, bean burritos, anything, just anything. Anything. Well, we have. The exact opposite of Mexican food here. Okay. We got a half turkey and Swiss on okay, wheat. Okay, cool. Thank you. Thank a water because you don't drink soda. And then Twix because they're your favorite. My favorite, so. But they're completely melted, so. Well, we can uh, put them in the refrigerator and You're get welcome. them cold. For media day, you and Fred played the game in sync with us, mm-hmm. and it seemed like you guys were completely on the same page. What is the chemistry like between you two? You guys saw it firsthand. You know, it's. Growing up, we've been really close, um, and we've just grown closer um, as the years have gone by. So we kind of just, we take it all in and and just, you know, try to make the most of each time we have together, because pretty soon here he's going to be gone and I'm going to be on my own, so... Um, but yeah, it's been fun having him. So, and that's why we're doing—we're getting you prepared for next year when he's gone, because exactly. you're going to be on your own. You mentioned this is your very first interview without Fred. Yeah, from what I remember, this is one of the first <laughs> in- interviews I've had without him. So. You're, you're ready to be your own man. You're grown up. So how many, how many years apart are you guys? Uh, we're a year and a half apart. Oh, so you're super close. Yeah, we're pretty close. That's awesome. What gets you most excited when you think about this upcoming season? Just thinking about the talent that we have this year and with the schedule that we have, that makes me even more excited that we're able to go out and kind of show these teams, you know, what we're made of. So I'm um, just ready to show people, you know, what, what we're made of. All right, we're going to move on to some would-you-rathers. Ready? Yeah. Would you rather be sleeping or eating? I'd rather be sleeping. So that sleep, sleep is great. <laughs> I mean, depends on what I'm eating. Yeah. Am I eating good food or am I eating something that's All not right. really enjoyable? Would you rather be sleeping or eating Mexican food? I, don't, I think I'd rather be eating some Mexican food, some good Mexican food. Would you rather spend the day with Wonder Woman or oh. Arizona's DB, Patrick Peterson? I, I think you guys are trying to make me, like, say Wonder Woman for some reason. But, you know, if I could do both, I probably would, but... <laughs> I feel like Patrick Peterson might have more to offer, okay, uh, you well, know, for the tools for my game and stuff. It could probably, it could take my game to another level. So I, I'd have to say Patrick Peterson. Would you rather M and M's or Skittles? Skittles. Yeah. Skittles. I think Skittles is better than M and M's. But Skittles probably isn't your favorite. No. What's your favorite candy? So it's actually funny. I'm I'm a big fan of Pez, and I don't I don't I love Twix too. But I'm a big fan of Pez as well. Pez. I don't use the little. Thing. I just buy the Pez, <laughs> the, dispenser? The, the, Pez ca- the Pez candy. I just eat it like that. Okay. Would you rather surf or snowboard? Um, I don't know how to do either of those. Have you tried either? No, I haven't. 
I, and, and it's funny because I grew up in California and never surfed or anything, but I, I think I would have to choose snowboarding. I feel like it'd be really? a, a little bit more fun. Well, you got to give it a shot when you're done playing football because you can't do it now. Exactly. But since you're here in Utah, once you're done, you, you need to give a snowboarding a yeah, try. Yeah, I'll give it a shot. We always end this segment with a game. You seem like you're pretty tough, mm-hmm. a pretty strong guy. I've been told I'm pretty strong. So would you arm wrestle me? Absolutely. Let me see who's stronger. If I win, I get to be the starting DB on the football <laughs> Absolutely. team. Absolutely. Okay, ready? Okay. He's already tensed up, by the way, everybody. Okay. One, two, three. <laughs> 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 one more shot, one more Winner. shot. Okay. One more shot. Okay, okay. No, no, let's do left hands. Okay, left hand. Ready? Ready? <laughs> I love that you let me on you. go a little bit. Okay. One, two, three. <laughs> I, okay, the first I didn't one, even say three. Okay, but the first one I gave you a little bit, the second one I That's true. All right. All right, all right. <laughs> Troy, what did you think about Lunch with Lauren? Uh, I thought it was great. Um, the food was great. <laughs> the questions were great. The food was really good. He didn't open it or <laughs> okay, pull I was, water. <laughs> I, was a little, I was a little focused on, on yeah. the questions and everything. No, but, that's okay. But I, I really liked it. It was, it was great. Thank you. So, as you can probably guess, I, I let him win because how dumb would he feel? Yeah. If, I mean, he's on the football team. You're smart. You're a vet. I'm not. Yeah. I started to beat him. And I'm like, well, I can't do that to him. I can't do it. Like, if anyway. LSU saw that, that wouldn't be good. <laughs> exactly. What, what'd you do with the leftover sandwich? You didn't give it to us. No. Uh, That's I think two he times, took Lauren. It. That's twice. Just I'm, cu- just I'm couple sorry. A couple athletes over but here. We have a couple up in the little break room because that's where I got it. So <laughs> okay. feel free to go up there after. Okay. Anyway, well, next week, guys, we have Mary Lake. She's going to do undercover athlete from the women's volleyball yeah. team. And she is hysterical. Oh, People, we know. I mean, it's, she's, hard to, she's not very recognizable because she's short. You know, she's like doesn't look like a volleyball player. But people definitely knew who she was when we were all done. It was awesome. Yeah, she has a huge personality, and she's fantastic at volleyball as well. Do you remember the name of her knee brace? Yeah, Amber. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Good. Amber. <laughs> Good answer, Jerem. <Yeah. laughs> wow. That, that was fun. Troy Warner's a baller. He's going to be – I'm so happy he came to BYU. He was a high-profile yeah. high recruit. He, he's going to be really good this yeah. season. Yeah, initially he was an Oregon guy, right? Yeah. He hardly got thrown to last year because he's good. <clears throat> he hurt his hamstring. He didn't play in every game. Yep. Let's go. Let's go. Follow us on Twitter, BYU underscore <laughs> I had to throw that out there because we have to. Uh, oh, absolutely. Shameless Follow plugs. Us on Twitter. Yeah. Shameless plugs. Always about the shameless plugs. Thanks, guys. <laughs> we don't care about the shame levels. Just plug. Nope. Thanks, thanks, Lauren. You betcha. Tell See us you how else you're great. <laughs> I'll tell you. I think Lauren's great. She is great. She is great. I miss Lauren Frankham. This Lauren McLean. Yeah, She's who is this new, Lauren McLean? A new person. I don't know. I just think about a the married die- lady. The Die Hard movies every time I hear Lauren McLean. McLean, yeah, nice. <laughs> Greatest Christmas movie? Question mark. Die Hard. It's always too? a discussion. Is it a Christmas? That's an movie ar- yes. That's a that's a legit argument. I think it is a Christmas movie. It when ends Huey, happy, right? When TV was created. This is the con- these are the convos they wanted on it. Cougar Whip Round next. Between the Lines on BYU Sports Nation is brought to you by Martin's Collision Repair. The right repair, the right paint, the right choice. BYU Sports Nation is brought to you in part by DexterLaw.com for help when you need it most. Big thanks to today's guest, Tooney Knooch. Happy birthday, Tooney. Brian Logan and Lauren Frankham-McLean. Elmac.
If you missed any of today's show, download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. Coming up this week, more two-on-ones from practice, including our conversation with a member of the Lone Peak Four. What? Talon Shumway. Greg Rebell, who also lives in Lone Peak Boundaries. And he's part of the Lone Peak Five. And a new 10 and 10. But first, let's whip it! It's time for the Cougar Whip Around Football. BYU wrapped up practice last night, but the news was more about the coach's recap of Saturday's close scrimmage. Head coach Kalani Sitake said the offense looked good in the scrimmage. The Cougars practice again tonight. Follow BYU TV Sports on Facebook for live post-practice interviews and a recap from the two of us around 8.15 Eastern time. BYU 34th in CBS Sports College football rankings released this morning. Ranking all 130 FBS teams. Is Liberty included in that, Jerem? I'll look it up. Okay. Cougar opponent, Wisconsin, 11th. LSU, 12th. Two other opponents in the top 30. BYU just ahead of Mississippi State. The Cougars, 34th. The Bulldogs, 36th. Cougars in the Major League. Jacob Bruggerman and the A's host the Mariners tonight, 10 Eastern time. And Taylor Cole could make his Major League debut tonight with the Blue Jays, 7 Eastern against the Yankees. Cougars in the minors. Maverick Buffalo earned his third win of the season last night, going five innings, striking out seven, giving up two hits, no earned runs as the Gulf Coast Blue Jays beat the Gulf Coast League Braves 4-1. Buffalo now 3-0, .49 ERA. Golden Shaver 2-4, and Jacob Hanneman 1-6 last night. Cougars in the association. Jennifer Hampson of the Indiana Fever had a rebound and a steal in a 84-82 win over Maya Moore and the Minnesota Lynx yesterday. Soccer. Taylor Isom is named to the Matt Kerman Trophy watch list, one of 30 players. That's the Heisman Trophy equivalent in college soccer. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Health. When you need it most, DexterLaw.com. Yeah, who gets it? Those who tweet every day and use the hashtag BYUSN. Sometimes the tweet doesn't make the show, but we appreciate the engagement, the conversation. Thank you for participating. What have you learned about BYU football at this point in fall camp? Our elite tweet of the day from at Kelly. Hashtag fourth and no Mo actually refers to the other team's prayers that Mo Longy won't be in the game for any of their fourth down plays. More prayers, please, from everybody. Conversation continues 24-7 on Twitter. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Shows on demand on BYUSN.com. Audio podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and the TuneIn app. For Jeremiah, I'm Spencer. Shout out to Harold Farnsworth. BYU Sports Nation back at it tomorrow at noon Eastern. Happy birthday, Toonie!